Hello camp people and welcome to the official podcast of Christian Camping New Zealand. As your membership association, we talk to a lot of camp managers, board members and staff and one question that we hear all the time is, how are other camps going? Join us in this podcast as we connect with camp people from around the country to answer that question and to get inspired and challenged along the way. Join us as we chat between camps. Hello camp people and welcome to Between Camps. My name is Peter Dobbs and I'm the CEO of Christian Camping New Zealand. We're recording this episode today from my house on a beautiful Waikato sunny day. And I have with me Chris and Gretchen Mitchell who are stuck here because their flights got cancelled back to Australia on Tuesday night. So they got the the dubious honour of having to stay with my um, very loud and messy family for the last few days. But it's lovely to have you guys here. Um, they lead, or they have a an organisation which um, some of you will have had stuff to do with called Lighthouse Leadership, and I guess Chris, you describe yourself as a um, what did you say a relationship mechanic? Yes, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 we say we we grow and build and repair people and teams. Fantastic, yeah. and you do that together uh, with we Gretchen do. and your role as a as a psychologist. Yeah, it's great. It merges really well, actually. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. Amazingly. God must have, you know, had something in mind when he put us together. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And uh, you guys have just moved further north on the Sunshine Coast, just near Noosa, which is that suffering for Jesus by anybody's standards, <laughs> with your three children. Yes. Now, I think they say that, um, you know, of the five biggest challenges you can experience in life, one of them is moving house. So Maybe we've just been through that. You know. <laughs> but we moved to 20 acres, beautiful land, and we have a pet emu. Mm. So I think that yeah. is His a claim to fame. Name's Edward, and he only has one eye. So um, yes. I think there's a potential wonky donkey song yeah, to hey, come out of our one-eyed I think so. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so um, obviously this is a camping podcast. Tell me, what, what's your connection with camping? So um, a bunch of years ago, well, maybe we should start way back a little bit, Gretchen, yes. when you were youth pastoring. When I was young, when I was in high school, my parents sent me on a Christian camp and they saw how much I loved it and how nicer I was afterwards. So they kept sending me and I would go on like three a year. And then I loved it so much I wanted to become the person who led it. So I started leading on camps and then I wanted to become the regional director. So I became something like that um, for five years, youth pastoring and leading camps and just loving it. Just, I think it was so fun, but also just that was where I first really came to know Jesus and realized mm -hmm. that God was real, yeah. loved me, wanted to be part of, you know, part of my life. And that was just amazing for me. And seeing all the leaders and other people have this real relationship with God. I hadn't seen that before. So mm -hmm. that really, really changed my life. Yeah. Awesome. So coming to like now and adulthood and doing stuff and having a business and being involved with camps, what does that look like and how did it come about? Yeah. Um, suffering, more suffering for Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> more suffering for Jesus, yeah. Um, I, I think it's probably now one of our hobbies okay. um, because it's so cemented in our background. Like I came into camping out of phys ed teaching 
and then moved to a campsite to become the head of ministry and programming. Mm-hmm. That was the and suffering. We had to move from mm. Toowoomba to the Sunshine Coast. Mm. Yeah, that was very Terrible. difficult. Was it's an ugly place to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody out there that doesn't pick up on sarcasm, I'm, I'm sure we should. New Zealanders and Australians seem to have <laughs> very similar sarcastic <laughs> reading ability. Yeah. Um, yeah, the sunny coast is amazing. And um, it's a place actually where we used to holiday. So whenever the weekend was on, where we'd actually get a break mm-hmm. from, you know, your standard 14 hour day in camping, um, we'd be where we'd go on holiday. So that was really good. Fantastic. Yeah. So what are we doing now? Well, we, um, I have the great privilege of working with Jenny Davies and yep. with John McCauley from Muskoka Woods in Canada. Yeah. And uh, with Christian Camping International running an Emerging Leaders program. And this program was meant to start uh, three weeks before COVID hit <laughs> uh, at, a, at a wonderful camp in Sydney uh, that just didn't get off the ground because COVID hit and then the whole world shut down. But it was going to be an international camp and Gretchen and I were going along to be tutors on that program. Mm. Um, but now, um, along with John McCauley and a couple of other people, get the great privilege of doing some teaching with emerging leaders. So people who are really in middle management, can I say, in camps, mm. like they are program directors or they're they're building or growing their skill set to become camp leaders or CEOs sure. um, and helping them with their leadership development. Yeah. Great. That's exciting. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And um, it's a one-year program and it's going to kick off, this co- next cohort's going to kick off with a global conference in Amsterdam that's going to be in April that we'll all be at. So I, I know that this is, I mean, the Emerging Leaders um, been running in an online forum for the last, or at least last year, I'm not sure if there's one prior to that, but mm. man, this cohort coming up, they're really having to suffer, right? So they they, they have to, they, <laughs> they kick off in the Netherlands and then yep. they're going to conclude in Canada. Canada. That's correct, yeah. Man, yeah. Tough work. Yeah, it's atrocious. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But it's good stuff, right? And it's not it's not about the trips and about the overseas stuff. Ultimately, it's about developing leaders so that they can develop other leaders within a Christian ministry context. Mm. That's an exciting that's thing. Right. That's exactly right. And John McCauley and myself, that's like that's really our passion. And for anyone that knows Jenny Davies, like they yep. just know she just is so focused on you know giving people opportunities to grow. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, so why the connection with New Zealand? Like, I, I know you do quite a lot of stuff here. A lot of the people who listen to this will know you guys personally well. Yep. Be gutted that they missed you here. Um, be, be grateful. Hello to, to you all. Yeah, exactly. We still love you. <laughs> be grateful to hear that you're coming back later in the year to do some training. Yes. Um, how did that come about? And like, why, why the heart for here? Well, there's, there's two levels, really. First was actually an experience with God where we had a vision one night and he gave us three countries to be aware of and New Zealand was one of them. And so that's the background to actually meeting Alicia over in California. And at the time, Alicia now Sayuli was the leadership director. So she had the role that Tom Dravitsky's got now. Mm -hmm. And we caught up with her. I I had the privilege of catching up with her in California. And we just got chatting and she said, hey, we do all of these great things with Christian Camping New Zealand. What do you do in Australia? And I shared some of the stuff we were doing. And she's like, wow, this leadership development program is profound. I have to go back and tell my boss. And um, we shared it with Jenny. And after five minutes into a 15 minute prepared speech that I made (laughs) for Jenny, she said, I've heard enough. And I've gone, oh, no, I fluffed it. But she said, no, 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 I want you to bring your team over and be um, some speakers at our national conference. And I think now that was eight years ago. And so the best person in our team for me to bring was actually Gretchen because Gretchen had helped me develop the therapy, the psychology side towards our program. So we would do all of the practical activity stuff and Mm -hmm. she'd bring the therapy part. 
which was the part that's probably a little different to what happens in a lot of campsites. But we sure. realized that we needed to grow these kids. Yeah. Like we had to grow their heart, we had to grow them mentally, we had to grow them emotionally, and we started to embed that into a camping program that we now call Kingdom Camping. And so, yeah. Yeah, so on that, you, you wrote a book called Kingdom Camping, and, yep. and Tom's actually using that as one of the texts um, with the mm. internship stuff he's delivering with Pathways College. Um, what's the, What were some of the the key things, I guess, in that, that either you were super passionate about sharing or maybe some things that surprised you in the process that when you're pulling it together? Mm. It's funny. I'm going to go sideways a little okay, bit from your question because the book actually came out of this great need that was growing in me just to get out of me everything that I was learning. And so uh, it was almost a discipline cathartic. to sit, yeah, a cathartic activity <laughs> to sit down. It took me about two to three months. So to you just, just, get you just shared your journal with just us. Write yeah. it all, <laughs> just write it all out. Yeah. And then as I was doing that, um, because we had this leadership framework mm -hmm. that we'd be given from a couple of different experiences with God, some prayers, some Bible passages that he had directed us to, some conversations with really high level leadership development people, this mm -hmm. whole merger kind of thing as well as this amazing input that Gretchen gave from the therapy point of view. So yeah. like we had this thing there and we had to do something with it. And to honor it, we started, I started writing it all, it all out. And that's what Kingdom Camping came from. It's, it actually started as a book called VIP Journey, but I actually think that's gonna be another book. <laughs> okay. And that's, that's coming, yeah. potentially. Yep. Yeah, the, the whole value identity purpose thing, I mean, that's very mm. dear to my heart as well from a theological perspective and mm. from a kind of not just individual, but from an organisational mm. um, kind of strategic direction perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I love mm. it. We Thanks. speak we speak the same language in that in that regard. I yep. think largely. Yep. Um, Gretchen, you have uh, you were telling me earlier about um, uh, an online course that you got coming up that that yeah. you're like, well, this might be of interest, and I'm like, yeah, I'd say so. I think it probably would be of interest. <laughs> so tell me about that a little bit more. Right. Well. Um, I was finding that I was talking with people who are doing ministry in churches or parachurch organizations and they find themselves counseling people a lot, but not having many skills. <laughs> and yeah. so they're kind of like ah, in the middle of something and wondering what to say and, and what's going on. And so I have developed a six week course. Um, it's an hour and a half per session and it's just sharing some of the basic really helpful things that I have learned in 20 years being a psychologist. Things that about how people are motivated, how people work, interpersonal relationship stuff. And it's basically to help people who find themselves accidentally counseling mm. um, so that they have a few more skills and they feel a little bit more confident and maybe, you know, make less mistakes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Don't stuff people up. Yeah. 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 Acc so. Accidentally counseling, that's a good yeah. phrase. Because yeah. that's what happens. And totally. Lots of people do it. And I thought, well, how about I give you some a few more skills um, just to make that a bit easier. I often say of camp managers to, to people that don't understand this, the, the challenges of a camping context that um, camp managers are a combination of dairy farmers and pastors <laughs> and because you can't leave like like farming. You, you, yeah. How are you going to leave? This you know the cows need to be milked or the campers are turning up. Yeah. Um, and from a pastoral perspective, everybody wants a piece of you all the time, and you end mm. up in those pastoral care situations all the time. And often you're quite isolated also. Mm. So like, who are your friends? Well, they're kind of your staff. Are they your friends? Is it appropriate for the for them mm. to be your friends? Like to some extent, there's friendship there, and that's important. But there's also it is a bit different. Okay. And so I think that that like the what is it? 
I'm not a counsellor and I don't want to mess people up, but at the same time I have a pastoral responsibility for these mm, people. To support people. To support them and encourage them. And the same in a like in camp, in a ministry camp context, kids saying yeah. stuff to you and you're like, Okay, where's oh. the line where's the line here? Mm. Yeah. And so I also was thinking I would give an hour sort of training and then give half an hour for people to ask questions so that I could actually support people with the issues they are currently mm, grappling basically. with. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. that should help. Specific stuff. Yeah, mm. it's great. Cool. And the other side of that that Gretchen hasn't mentioned is like when you're in leadership and you live in a camp community, like you're always mentoring people. Yeah. And so these counsel type skills well, in the are larger actually, camps anyway. Yeah, yeah. Are, are really necessary. Helpful. Yeah. And they're day by day. Need them every day. It's actually skills that are helpful for parenting as well. <laughs> yeah. Just your relationships generally. Yeah. I'm like, oh, these, these are really helpful skills. Yeah. Mm. So the relational leadership um, program that, that you deliver, Chris, yep. uh, what, what kind of sum it up for me in a nutshell, because you're going to come over and do that at the end of the year. And there's going to be, I think, 12 spots for participants from around the country. And mm -hmm. we're going to run it either in the Waikato or Auckland. We haven't quite decided that yet. Yep. And we've got a bit of funding, to, so it's not going to be stupidly expensive for, for the people who come. Yep. Um, so give us a bit of a pitch. What, what, what is it? <laughs> um, it's... It's really about the fact that to, to be a great leader, you need to understand the dynamics of how to make great connection with people. Cool. Um, in the time that I've spent working with leaders, uh, coaching and even counseling leaders, mm. all of the issues are interpersonal. Um, how did somebody take something? Why did somebody say it like that? What, what were they actually meaning? And so actually having a, a bunch of tools around how we do connection together is really important. And so in the program, we dive into a bit of psychology, a bit of social work, uh, a whole lot of brain science, okay. um, a whole lot of, we do a whole lot of practical activities together so that people can experience it again. Cool. Like live at the training, go, yes, this is the point where we end up in conflict. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is the point where we end up um, on two different sides of the fence. Conflict like, happens when, that, when people don't do what I tell them to. Yeah, it's yeah. really easy. Mm, yeah, yeah. But the cool thing is, um, in more of the research I've been doing, uh, conflict's actually really essential. Right. And so it's not how do we stop conflict, it's actually how do we actually do conflict and confrontation well. And mm. so yeah. the whole program over the four days leads towards developing this skill set. But we do all of the backgrounds that's mm. actually necessary for a conversation with somebody so that you are not triggered or upset, but you can actually be focused on making some headway mm. in a conversation that has to happen to solve a problem, but both sides don't get emotionally triggered and put off and think we're against each other and end up in World War Three. Like principled versus positional approaches and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. Fisher and Uri, some of my research stuff in the back of my head, I'm going, oh yeah, nice. that link's there and that link's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. super fun. Yeah. And so uh, along the way, we do a whole lot on like awareness, like both personal and other awareness, because it's good to know like what you're doing that's contributing to the problem. And most of us yeah. can see what other people are doing <laughs> yeah. to contribute to the problem. That's really obvious. Um, but then how do we actually affect change? So we had um, a guy, uh, Phil Thompson, yep. um, who runs a JHL Taroa. So yep. that right, JH Ranch that yes, brought yes, that to New Zealand. And it, That's and the, actually where Alicia and I first met. Oh, okay, so cool. There, there we go. There's a thread. So <laughs> he, he did some facilitation uh, with camp managers and boards last year. And, and one, of the, one of the activities that he runs is um, those guys over there. Those guys over there. Mm -hmm. Things would be amazing 
if those guys over there weren't blah blah blah, blah or those yeah. guys over there, it's, yeah. it's really powerful and it, it does it practically. It's just super fun. So good. I think I'd yeah. really like to see that. We have yes. a, a couple of very similar sounding activities. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how same same they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So um, you have kind of a a, a bit of interaction with different camp people at different levels from all over the place at the moment mm -hmm. are there any themes or challenges that you're seeing across the board where you think that um, are areas of concern that we should just be watching out for or mindful of yeah did you want to share yours first Gretchen um, one of the things that I think is really tricky um, like the background behind all of camping is we want to grow people, right? Mm -hmm. Like we want to disciple them. We want them to get to meet Jesus. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, one of the backgrounds behind Kingdom Camping was I was given the problem at my original campsite. I want you to be Jesus and not say Jesus. So there's a particular skill set to that. Mm. Because in Australia, it wasn't really cool to say Jesus at camp. Um, except if you were at an exclusively Christian camp where it was obvious we were doing Bible study. Sure. But like we would have 100 school camps a year. And saying Jesus to them, we found out very quickly, wasn't that cool. And so how do we actually present Jesus without saying Jesus? Um, that's overt I, enough to obviously be Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I actually think this is a bit of a challenge mm. um, because I think as we see what's happening politically across the world, uh, I'm chatting with people now globally that are running into this problem where they can't say Jesus. Mm. Um, but of course, they have this heart to mm. share Jesus like... And they know that they're called to do that. So what skill sets do they need to actually mm. share Jesus and not say Jesus? Um, so part of that, I think, is really interesting. Um, the other thing that I found with that that's really interesting is even when we work with ostensibly Christian groups and we presented from a don't say Jesus point of view, but we are being Jesus, we actually grew kids faster. Interesting. And we've, yeah, we got okay. a much better response. Um, so whatever was happening in the belief space or the perceived space, we just cut straight through that. And we kind of did all of this developmental work for people that already knew Jesus and people that didn't know Jesus all at the same time, and to the point where we had actually teachers that were coming to camp saying, hey, you just did in three days what I can't do in a year. How did you do that? Interesting. And like completely unknown to them, we yeah. were teaching them Christ-like values. We were teaching them to treat people like we think it would be like in heaven. Mm. But we just didn't tell the teachers that. We didn't tell the kids <laughs> that either. But the teachers could notice the difference. And then we started to have teachers leaving their job and coming and working for us at Luther Heights because they wanted to do what we were doing. Cool. Which was yeah, which yeah. was fascinating. It was fascinating. I think that I, I agree with you. I think it's a major challenge. And I, but I think one of the one of the the kind of I don't know the the flip side of that is and then how do you make it explicit because we don't actually mm. want to teach people to act like Christians mm. we do like it's mm. a good thing these yeah. are these are this is a, a wise way of living and it's good for human flourishing yeah. mm. but we need people to know Jesus mm. yeah and that's not the same thing but it's part of the same challenge yes yeah. yeah yeah what we found is when people ask the question you can answer them explicitly totally but if you yeah. bring it up they don't like that yeah but if they bring it up yeah then you can explain and chris and has you can had, tell they're ready then yeah and he's had beautiful opportunities to share um that and bring people to the lord through camps in secular places yeah amazing mm. awesome just because they ask questions of why is this working? Why is this so nice? Why is this so different? Mm. Yeah. So evangelically, like it's a really different model. Yes. Um, 
And I guess, like to jump into our scripture quickly, like the Lord showed us Matthew 13, the parable of the four soils and the sure. the, the yeah, farmer throwing the, the seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, he just pivoted it for us. And he said, I want you to realize that this is actually about the seed. And I want you to realize that there's only one soil that actually has a great crop. So it's actually about the soil. Yeah, sorry, sorry. It's actually yeah. about the soil. Yeah. It's not yeah, about yeah. the seed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Gretchen. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and so the first three soils all run into an issue, whether the seed gets taken by the birds yeah. or the, the ground is or, too hard yeah. or it gets yeah. strangled. Like there are issues, but how do we actually produce soil that's really good? Mm. And, I, and then I love to pivot off that and talk about soil culture because then we speak about camp culture. Um, but, but the goal is to actually great, create great soil. And so in the program that we do, the Lord said, please do it like this way, this way, this way, try this, because this actually tills the heart of the person and it tills the soil of their heart uh, so that what's already there, what I've already put in their life now can grow and have mm. a, a great crop. Yeah, some cool. good fruit. Mm. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's good. So. Gretchen, mm. one of the, there's the kind of the two questions that I ask everybody when, when we meet, and I don't want it, this to, to drag on too too much longer. Not that it's dragging, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I want to I want to keep it concise. So let me ask you the the second to last question. Yeah. What's God been speaking to you about recently? What are you being challenged on? That's appropriate, you know, to share to either <laughs> to either encourage us or or to challenge us potentially. I think um, wisdom, seeking after wisdom, and also um, the kingdom of God. I think so much of what Jesus talks about is about the kingdom of God. And I mm -hmm. realized that I had never really learned what that really was as I grew up in the church and I've always known God. And so I was like, right, I need to understand this better. So this whole seek ye first the kingdom of God yeah. and his righteousness and everything else that comes from there. I'm like, okay, this is really important priority. So that's what I've been really understanding what kingdom perspective versus a religious or other kind of perspective. And it's been amazing. I'm being very blessed by what I'm learning. Awesome. So, yeah. Mm. Very cool. I love that. That's really good. And and Chris, I'll let you do, uh, respond to the final question, which is incredibly really serious. Do, do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I love food. Okay, go on then. Okay, we'll, 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 let, we'll let you do it, Gretchen. So what, what classic camp meal would you be and why? It has to be some deep theological yes. thing to us. I as would well. be lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> yes, because it's delicious it's and delicious. it's warm. And I just have very, very fond memories of the lasagna at Luther Heights. And why would you be anything else? <laughs> <laughs> ben Cochran at Moore's Point had a really deep kind of theological thing to, to, to his one. So I, I don't disagree with you. I think I'd probably prefer to be lasagna than a, than a morning tea cup of coffee. But I did really like the way that Ben answered. We love you, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for um, sitting down with me and, and having a chat like this. And I'm really sorry that your flight got cancelled, but what a blessing to be able to hang out with you for a hey, few days. Yeah. It's been such a privilege and an honour to hang out with you and your family. Yeah. It's been really We'd good. Thank it. you so much. Awesome. You're very welcome. And it's welcome. great to be in New Zealand after the sort of three-year COVID vacation. Yes. Um, we know that we have a great calling on our life to invest in people here, and yeah. we just we're just so thankful for that. Awesome. So we'll, uh, we'll let these guys know when you're coming later in the year and they can, so a few of them can come and catch up with you in person. That'd be great. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Pete. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Our hope is that in addition to strengthening our sense of community, these discussions will also challenge and grow us to remain focused on what God is saying and what He has called us to. We pray that He will bless you and your camps and continue to give you a sense of purpose. Please join us next time for more conversations 
between camps. <laughs>